Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm Justin Russo with the Golden Knights on Friday, May 19th, and tonight marks the beginning of the Western Conference Final between the Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars with Game 1 set for 5.30 Pacific Time from the Fortress. And we have lots to talk about ahead of Game 1, but before we get into things today, some reminders for you if you do plan on coming down to Game 1 tonight. First, that earlier start time, 5.30 Pacific Time instead of the usual 7 o'clock, so take note of that as you're making your way down to the arena tonight. And also... Continued delays on Frank Sinatra Drive are expected. Again, Frank Sinatra Drive is still down to one lane in both directions, and there will be delays, especially given that earlier start time as rush hour traffic feeds into that area. So be sure to use traffic apps like Waze to ensure that you avoid all the congestion and all the delays, and you get to your parking spot at the right time. And if you do want to come down early, and if you can come down early, Toshiba Plaza is going to open at 1 o'clock, and lots of fun stuff going on at Toshiba Plaza for tonight's game. A live DJ, food and drinks, Revolt Tattoos are back, offering free permanent or temporary tattoos of the team's logo, and... The Chapel of Flowers, a local wedding venue, going to provide vow renewal and wedding ceremonies free for fans for both tonight's game and game two on Sunday. So lots of fun stuff going on. And if you can't come down early, avoid all that traffic. Have some fun on Toshiba Plaza. Doors will open 90 minutes before the 5.30 puck drop. So 4 p.m. doors open. Have some fun before the Golden Knights take on the Stars for game one. And lastly... Be sure to wear your gold. We're trying to get a sea of gold at the Fortress for the Western Conference Final as we look to unite the realm of gold and ice against the Dallas Stars. Well, let's now get into what will happen on the ice for the Vegas Golden Knights as they prepare to take on Dallas with a trip to the Stanley Cup Final on the line. We heard a lot of people speak yesterday after practice at City National Arena, and we'll go through a lot of what they had to say during today's show and we'll start in one area that is going to be key in this series. It's the defense for the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, the Edmonton Oilers certainly provided a tough challenge for the Vegas Golden Knights in terms of their skill, their speed, and everything they bring to the table, especially on the man advantage, where we know they were deadly all season long and even had some success against the VGK. But this Dallas team presents a little bit of a different challenge in that this is a team that has a lot of size all around their lineup, and the Vegas Golden Knights have to be prepared to combat that size and do what they need to do to get into those dirty areas, win those puck battles, and protect the front of their net defensively. But if any team's equipped for that challenge, it certainly is the Vegas Golden Knights because their defense core, not only are they skilled, can they move the puck, they have a lot of size, they don't mind taking those hits, going back to retrieve the puck, and they'll play any game you need them to play to get a win. And a lot of people spoke on the Vegas Golden Knights defense core during yesterday's availability, so we'll take you through what Aiden Hill Jonathan Marcheseau and even GM Kelly McCrimmon had to say about the team's back end. Uh, yeah, it's huge. I think I've kind of said it all year. I think we have arguably the best defensive core in the league and our depth shows too. So, I mean, our forwards are great in our own end too. So it really helps. Our guys do a good job of boxing guys out, kind of letting me see around and over them and try and control the rebounds and limit the rebounds, right? So I think uh, our group, I don't know, we've done a great job all year playing good defensive hockey. We led our division all year in goals against and that's up and down the lineup, right? That's not one guy chipping in, that's everyone. So uh, yeah, we just got to stick with that mentality and keep moving forward. But we knew before the year uh, that we had probably one of the best decor in the league. So uh, we're definitely taking that uh, at our advantage. And uh, uh, yeah, they've, they throw a lot of pucks in front and I think the blue paint battles, both sides are going to be really important. And uh, I thought we did a good job la last series, but I mean, against Dallas, it's, it's going to be harder. So, and 
to win the ultimate uh, goal here, it's always going to get harder and harder. So it's it's a challenge that we're definitely looking forward to, and I think that we'll be able to to have success. Well, there's real good defensemen in the NHL that aren't big. Uh, it's interesting. We just had the conversation this morning. I sure think in playoffs, size uh, size of your team does uh, have an impact. We're big up front as well, uh, and when we played Edmonton, they have a real big team. So I think you see uh, when you when you watch the different series that sometimes it can be tough for uh, for people to get to the front of the net if uh, if you're not big enough. And I think the the flip side, more specific to your question, uh, you know, a big defense I think uh, is helpful. Uh, at this time of year, and obviously you have to be able to play, right? So there's some tremendous uh, defensemen that are undersized that uh, any team would love to have, but I like the makeup of our group. I think the growth uh, on our back end of uh, the Haig-White Cloud pair, I think has really uh, been significant, really been noticeable and really uh, helpful to our team. The way that uh, John Stevens is able to utilize the group of six, I think has uh, really helped our team get to this point. While the blue line has certainly been a strength of the VGK all season long, one of the guys up front that really provides that defensive mentality for the forward group is Mark Stone. We know how well he plays on both ends of the ice. The challenge that he presents to other teams as they come through the neutral zone, there is no free pass for Mark Stone. He is going to get that stick anywhere he can, and he's going to do whatever it takes to disrupt the offensive breakout. But for Mark Stone... He's a guy whose presence just simply makes an impact on this VGK team. We, of course, know what he contributes on the ice for the VGK and his play on both ends, but this team really gets a morale boost when their captain is back on the ice and they feed off of the energy that he brings them, and especially you've seen that during the Stanley Cup playoffs so far. So I'll let you listen in on what Jonathan Marcheseau, Bruce Cassidy, and Kelly McCrimmon had to say about the captain. I mean, the fact that he's on the ice, he's, it's unbelievable. Like... You don't have a lot of guys in the NHL that makes everybody else on the ice look better. And he's the kind of guy who makes everybody on the ice look good when he's there. So uh, he makes your team really that much better. And uh, it just shows by his presence also off the ice how calm he is, how uh, great of a leader he is, because he's the kind of guy that is going to step up in a room and say something, but he's going to bring it on the ice. And that's how you make it a great leader. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those things that he's just a game changer for us. And he has been ever since he came in, uh, in Vegas. Well, I mean, we, we won games without Mark and we, we, you know, we kept playing, but I mean, he's an impact player. So that's, what's different. The guy going in for him can f give you some of it, but he's not giving you all of what Mark Stone brings. And I guess the biggest thing he brings is those plays he makes at crucial times or, just other guys don't have that. Um, I don't want to say hockey IQ because guys do have hockey. You know, I don't know how to quite describe it. It's in the moment in time he makes plays that other guys can't, and we miss that part of it. You know, some guys can still go fill in and score a few goals or kill a, or kill a penalty, but in general, the you know, and then the emotional lift when he does. I do believe when good things happen with Mark, there's like a noticeable. It's you see it, and, it, and I think it's infectious in the group. I think he makes Chandler Stevenson a better player as well because there's just such a comfort level for both of them. So those are the things when he's in there. So not as he bring his game, but he, I think he elevates Chandler's and vice versa. Um, so now you got two players that are moving up. Um, and that's to me the biggest difference what he does for us. Like I said, he just has a way of 
making other people around them better. And that's what the best ones usually do. So that's the irreplaceable part, I think, sometimes when you, when you lose them. Well, he's, he's the player that really, since the day he arrived, is, is, uh, has been the straw that serves the drink for, for the different uh, uh, traits that he brings to our team. The, the things you see with his uh, you know, outward emotion, his passion to win, uh, his excitement when he scores, his excitement when a teammate scores, but uh, just how complete a player he is with, uh, uh, with his the hockey sense, his skill set, you know, really good defensive player, really good offensively, big. And, uh, you know, to your point, he missed uh, 39 games uh, this season. So uh, maybe should have included that when we were talking uh, about the question about the coaching. Um, you know, we went through, you know, that was going into the All-Star break. I believe it was January 12th when uh, Mark uh, was injured against Florida. We struggled going into the All-Star break. Uh, the decision was made at the break for Mark to get surgery and then you know, really, uh, I, I think w where the benefit may have been is it forced the rest of us to adapt to this new version of ourselves because Mark wasn't going to be part of it. So there was no sense waiting for him to be back. We had to, uh, we had to move on uh, without him. And that's where, uh, you know, our season, we finished really strong. I think that's a great point that Kelly makes at the end there when talking about when they lost Mark Stone and they knew that they weren't going to have him likely for the remainder of the regular season, how it made the team adapt to what they now were. And it's one thing to have a player of Mark Stone's caliber out and, you know, you might look down the road two or three weeks and say, okay, well, he's going to come back. We'll figure out how he fits then. It's another one completely to say, okay, we've got three months left of this regular season and we know that our captain is not going to be with us. So we have to find a way to adapt and we have to find a way to fill in the gaps where Mark Stone's absence has felt and persevere for the rest of the regular season. And that's exactly what the Vegas Golden Knights did. You saw the run that they went on after the All-Star break. And Kelly later went on to mention, in fact, that it was really a necessary run because of so many teams in the West, like Dallas, Minnesota, Edmonton, that really cranked it up after the All-Star break and made that race for the top of the Pacific Division and the top of the West overall a really tight one that came down to the last couple of days. So, for the Vegas Golden Knights, that was a great opportunity for them to really say, okay, this is what we are. We're not going to have our captain, and we just have to find a way to dig down deep. And I think that speaks a lot to this group specifically. This Vegas Golden Knights team, they've gotten a lot of praise from around the room for just how easygoing they are, how good the chemistry is within this room, and how well they've been able to handle adversity throughout the entire season. So many guys have been in and out of the lineup, so many injuries like Mark Stones, and they've just kept on trucking. Franchise record 111 points in the regular season, tops in the Pacific Division, tops in the Western Conference, and for the VGK, that group and that group chemistry is a big reason why they are where they are. So I want to go from the defense and, and Mark Stone, the, the micro things that we've been talking about so far in this podcast, and zoom out a little bit to the group as a whole. We've heard a lot of praise for this group. We heard Alec Martinez after the last game, Game 6 in Edmonton, saying that we all love coming to the rink. It's such a fun group to be around, and it's just great to be a part of this organization and be a part of this group this season. We've heard Jonathan Marcheseau compare it to that first season with the Golden Knights making that run to the Stanley Cup final and how tight-knit that group was, and he's starting to get that feeling that he got in that first season with this year's group as well. And for the VGK, I think it's a real testament to the room that they're in and the people that are in that room that they're so seamlessly able to add people in and out of the lineup and add new faces, right? We talk about people from the Henderson Silver Knights, 
Braden Pahal, Caden Korzak, Pavel Dorofiev, all these guys coming up from the HSK, playing for Vegas, having an impact, and feeling that they fit in right away. Then you look at the guys at the trade deadline, Teddy Bluger, Jonathan Quick, Ivan Barbashev. They have fit in so well. It feels like they've been here for years at this point. They have just gone right into the lineup, gone right into the room, and it's like they've been here forever. So I think it speaks volumes to the people that are in that room for the Vegas Golden Knights and how easily new guys are able to transition into becoming a part of this organization. And a few of the guys even spoke about that during yesterday's availability as well. We'll listen to Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, and even head coach Bruce Cassidy, who speak on being welcomed into this VGK locker room and the impact that this room has overall. Yeah, listen, I, I mean, it, it's a really good locker room in there. Um, you have everything from, you know, a couple young guys, you know, you got the Paul Cotters and, and the rookies and, um, you know, to some some veterans that have played played a lot of hockey in this league. And I, I think that, uh, you know, everyone brings something different to the to the group. And, um, you know, we've done a good job gelling as a team this year. And I, I think everyone enjoys each other's company. And I think with that, it just kind of allows you to be yourself every day. And um, the more time you spend around people, I, I think it the more comfortable you get. And um, I think that's sort of the the big thing for me, um, getting to spend time away from the rink with these guys and going on trips and um, being on the road. And, you know, you just uh, you get to know people, they get to know you and it allows you to, uh, you know, be yourself. It's a pretty easy group of guys to uh, to jump into. Um, I did it. Um, you know, Petra did it. Um, now everybody who's come in here, there's been a lot of turnover um, to try and make this team better. And, um, you know, it's been, you know, I guess a testament to Jack coming in here and not, um, you know, trying to, you know, change anything, just trying to fit in. And that's all guys want here is they just want guys to come in, be themselves, fit in with the group. And um, that allows your on-ice uh, success to happen. Um, you get chemistry with, uh, with guys off the ice, on the ice. Um, I thought he's done a really good job at that. Um, you know, with, with him and Marshy and, and Barbs, they've uh, created chemistry for the last three, four months, uh, um, which has allowed them to have this kind of success. But um, like I said, it's uh, an easy locker room to, to be in. Um, guys love coming to the rink every day, uh, playing for one another, and, and he's no different. What I've enjoyed about here is I came in not knowing any of these players. So now you're starting, you know, sometimes in Boston, I, I coached a lot of those guys in the minors. So I had a really good feel for what they were and they had a feel for what I was. And so that helped me uh, going into that situation here. I'm farther along in my career. So you're a little more comfortable in your own skin. So you can walk in and sort of, it's easier to sell your, how you want to play and convince the guys when you, you know, you've done it before and seen it work. So. I've enjoyed the fact that they've been receptive to it since day one. We have a veteran group that has opinions and I respect their opinions and I solicit their opinions. Um, but at the end of the day, I do believe that when the puck drops, we leave this, we head out on the ice, our guys are all in in terms of how we want to play. Does it mean we're going to get it accomplished every night? No, you've watched our team, we're imperfect, but we're still playing for, for a lot of those reasons. I think we have A, good players uh, that want to play for one another and B, I do believe it's a good group that respects how we're trying to play and, and what it takes to win. So that's the part that's been enjoyable for me. So a nice primer for you on what is being said around the room ahead of Game 1 of the Western Conference Final and a look into some of the key aspects that will be critical for the VGK in this series. And a reminder, if you do want to come down to Game 1 tonight from the Fortress at 5.30, some last-minute tickets have been released ahead of tonight's game. So go to VegasGoldenKnights.com for tickets to Game 1 
of the Western Conference Final between the Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars. Again, starting at 5.30 tonight. Game two, if you're interested, will be on Sunday at noon. So tickets to each of those games getting released as we lead up to puck drop for games one and two of the Western Conference Final. I'll remind you as well to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a moment of the team's quest for the Stanley Cup right here on VGK Today. And tomorrow, after Game 1, we'll have a reaction from Brian McCormick and Shane Knighty, who will go over everything that happened in the series opener between the Golden Knights and the Stars. Justin Russo signing off for Episode 33 of VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards.